welcome to Broadcast His Love. This is a podcast where we talk about what life looks like when we decrease our name and increase God's name because we cannot do life and life to the fullest without Jesus. John 3.30 says, He must increase, but I must decrease. And we hold that verse true to our hearts, asking God for us to decrease and God to increase in our lives. Today on the podcast, we have owner and instructor at Orange Beach Yoga and Wellness. She's also the co-founder of Dialed In with Jennifer Parnell, who I love. She is the best boss ever at the Floribama. She's the marketing director there. Today on the podcast, we are talking with Jamie Robertson. She has a heart for God. She has a heart for people. She has a heart for wellness and wanting to pursue wellness in the most real and authentic way. She loves the beach. She loves enjoying God's creation. And her story is moving only because of what she went through to get to where she is today. And she gives God all the glory. We also talk about vision boards. So if you're looking for a neat way to do goal setting, you're trying to get some stuff done and you want to give God the glory through it, vision boards could be a great way to do it. Jamie talks about that and how to do it. Thank you for your time and listening today. I hope you are encouraged and drawn to God's word and to the Holy Spirit through this podcast and this conversation with my dear friend in Orange Beach, Alabama, Jamie Robertson. Hey, Ricky, I am so good. I'm so happy to be here. So for people who don't know, I'm in Pensacola. Jamie is in Orange Beach and that's Alabama, Pensacola, Florida and all that. And it's about 45 minutes away. Um, it's definitely two different worlds for sure, um, but it's so much fun to get over to Orange Beach, and yeah, I just appreciate your time on the podcast, so I would love for you to talk to us. We're talking about the mind here with yoga, and when did this all start for you? Because you're super passionate about yoga and exercising, and God's word, it tells us, it wants us to meditate on his word. So I'm 46 years old right now. And um, I really, yoga only came around about seven or eight years for me. Um, in my first life, when I lived, I grew up in Louisiana, moved here in 99. Um, so I was about 23 years old. I was like a gym rat, just fitness fanatic. Um, I was a group fitness instructor. And um, when I moved to to Orange Beach, I taught Tai Bo um, the old Billy Blank style I was trained by one to hit someone that fought him. Um, oh. but when that was popular, I got to teach that over in Perdido Key at a tiny little gym there. Um, but I just loved all things fitness. And, um, I ran into yoga at a YMCA. I was actually coming out of a, um, spin class. So, um, it kicked my butt and there was someone teaching a yoga class, a power yoga class. So I thought that's interesting. I, I only knew of yin yoga and like you said, meditation and stillness and just um, the sleepy kind of yoga or old lady yoga, some people call it. <laughs> but um, but I took this class, like I said, coming out of a spin class and it kicked my butt. I loved it. So it um, appealed to the type A driven side of me too. So I really, that one class, I fell in love with it. So I just, I started taking power yoga classes and hot yoga classes and it just evolved over the last seven years. Um, although I was drawn to the fitness side of it and the physical benefits, which most people know about flexibility and um, just the endurance and breath capacity. It helps so joints. Um, it helps so much. And then we know a little bit about people talk about stress, um, you know, uh, just coping strategies and using it as 
um, to, to, to manage stress. Yoga is great for that as well. But um, it wasn't for, uh, it was probably a year into it and, until I had that aha moment where I thought, oh my gosh, yoga has changed me so much. Um, just mentally, emotionally, I was more grounded and spiritually, like I felt closer to God than I ever have. Um, so that's when I decided I want to be a teacher and share this with other people because it just, it balanced out my personality and my my fitness routine. I love your passion for helping other people. There was one class, we were just like having a good time. Everybody was doing the class, but you know, as the instructor, you're like, eyes are open, making sure that everybody's doing what they're supposed to and not getting injured and all that stuff. And I see you watching your class and Jamie, you are in tears. Like you're crying and you're like, it's just so beautiful. Like people are wanting the best for themselves. I could tell that's what was going on in your mind. I mean, well, I'm thinking combo, but, you know. the next best thing to te- to taking a yoga class is teaching it because it's just people are pouring out this positive energy and I'm absorbing it and yes. and um it's I just love seeing people um they're they're there for self care and it's so rare and it's so needed in this world so um and especially when I see someone like a, a a mom that just barely has any time for herself or a business owner or, or there or someone that's struggling with anxiety and every, we right. all have something that we're going through, but they're there for that one hour to defragment their mind and just love themselves. And um, I just, it makes me so dang happy to see yeah. people investing in themselves that way. That's, I'm sure everybody listening to this is like, where can I get a Jamie? I need a Jamie. Oh. A lot of women out there, they're like you and I, like they have a lot of energy. They're really into their projects. They're really passionate about things that God puts on their heart. And one thing that I've learned from you that I think others will benefit from hearing your advice on is what do you do when you feel like God puts something on your heart? Like you have this orange beach yoga and wellness and it's a big business. Like it's, they do like you guys do a lot in the community you guys help a lot of people, but it all started with an idea. And I think it would be really interesting for people to hear like the beginning of Orange Beach Yoga and Wellness. Like how did that start with an idea, you know, and then how did it come into fruition to where it is today? Well, we know that God speaks through other people, through right. through the Bible, through stories, through um, what we read, our devotionals. Um, and in this situation, I loved yoga um, and was practicing um, at another studio, abs- teaching at it for years and absolutely loved it. No desire whatsoever to open a studio. I did, it never crossed my mind. But then John McGinnis, who um, you've worked with as well, yeah. came to me. Yes. And I don't know if you knew this, but he came to me, he had a, um, another health business and had some space that wasn't being used and asked me if I was interested in opening a yoga studio. And I said, no, I wasn't. And I really wasn't. And he said, just come see it. And um, out of respect for John and because he's a fellow visionary, um, I love, he Absolutely. does so much. Oh my gosh. Great for the so community. Much. And I'm, I know that like I see, he's a Christian. I know that um, he knows my heart well. And um, I thought, I'm, I'm going to just go see, just just step out and walk in. I, I can always say no, um, mm-hmm. but being a very open person and um, risk taker, and I just went and stepped in and immediately knew, like it was that foom, just it took over my body. It was, um, I knew that that was where I was supposed to be. I didn't know how, how it was going to turn out and what the next step would be, but the minute I walked in the space, I knew that I was going to start a yoga studio. And, um, and that's how Orange Beach Yoga started. And there were, it was um, a sublease, which only lasted, uh, I think maybe two years. 
Um, so, and then I had to convert the business into a, a community yoga class. And now I'm like, oh, now it makes sense. Cause there were so many times I was teaching a class there and I, I worked full time during the day. So I was doing all this at night and it was stressful. It was stressful in my marriage, um, on my health. I wasn't able to practice yoga as much as um, I was before, which is an important part of my self-care. Right. Um, but I just stayed, I kept taking steps. I was tired and, but I knew it was where I was supposed to be. And, um, years passed, but like I said, there were days where I would be in the studio and think, what am I doing here? How did this happen? I just, um, it didn't completely make sense. While although it felt right, I knew I wasn't, it wasn't a long range um, deal. And now it does. Hindsight is always, um, it just comes together. And now I'm teaching community yoga classes and, and getting to do the dialed in um, living, dialed in women, which is a broader version of personal development, not so much the yoga and mindfulness. So that's how it evolved. God spoke through John and opened an opportunity and I stepped into it. Well, and you're a visionary, um, something that you and Jennifer also, Jennifer was the big one who was, she was like vision boards. Mm-hmm. Have you done one? And I'm like, no, but I'm always down to do goal setting, new goal setting things. And so she recommended vision boards. Well, I started doing them back in 2018 and stuff that I put on the board was happening. I was like putting crazy stuff on there. And it was just like, ha- like the Lord was making a way for it to happen. And it was really weird. I mean, I have crazy stories. They work. And my thought is, even if they don't, they're, if, even if you don't believe in it, what do you have to lose? It's fun to put it together. It's creative. And I'm here to tell you that it absolutely works. It's um, writing your goals down and then taking it further by making a vision board and putting pictures on it. And um, I type just words in the computer quotes. that so You can add things um, that you want to manifest. So um, I put you know, like tangible things. I put uh, um, trips on there. I put one to Key West and I'm telling you months after I put it on there, we got asked to go on a work trip with Jack with some of the people I love the absolute most on a boat. And I mean, it was work. We, we didn't have to pay for it. I was in Key West and I just had tears when I, when I put it together and I was actually sitting there at that beautiful water, sitting on a boat with people I love. And I was like, I put this on my vision board, Key West, literally just months before that. And I mean, it's freaky once you... It's um, so cool. I love it. it. Well, and but, it reminds me like, because I mean, I have a vision board and it has the like different things, you know, that I want. And it's pictures because Jennifer was really big about that. Like, make sure it's good pictures of like things that you're striving for and blah, blah, blah. And I think while we're talking about this, because I want you to dive in more about vision boards and the success that it's brought in you, you know, by God's will, of course, like, I don't want, Mm -hmm. this is all for God. Like we're, this is all for God. Mm -hmm. This is all for his word and learning more about him and all the things. Um, As you dive in more to vision boards, Jamie, I want to read this verse where it says, in their hearts, humans plan their course, but the Lord establishes their steps. So while we're going to continue this conversation about vision boards, I want people who are listening to understand that we might plan out our days or our mm-hmm. years or whatever, but like it's the Lord's will for that to happen and work out the way that he wants um, when we're living in his will and for his love and, um, you know, for his Absolutely. goodness. So anyway, okay. So yeah. Describe to us vision boards because if some people are wanting to do goals and just don't know how to do it, this could be a good way to do it. Um, right. It's just a form of visualization and feeding your conscious, um, your subconscious brain um, information and, and just trying to program it to, to achieve what you want. And um, I, you, 
there's simple ways you can just, most people say vision board. And is yours on a um, piece of paper or is it on a poster board? What is yours on, um, Girl, Ricky? It's on a poster board in our yeah. bedroom. <laughs> Traditional. Yes. That's mine. I have a, I bought, I use the um, big thick foam board. So it's kind of, it's sturdy and doesn't bend up, yes. but if you can use the soft ones and you can roll it up. Um, I've done little ones and big ones. So um, it's just, you can get really creative with it. Um, recently, the the format that I like the most is just the little like four by six um, photo album from the dollar store. Like they're literally a dollar. And, um, and then you, it's easy to just stuff things in it and you don't have to do so much of the um, taping and gluing because you can just put it in the sleeve and oh, it fits cool. in your purse and you just flip through it. So I like that one. And then, um, I mean, a lot of people are doing the digital app, the apps too, but I've tried a few of them. It doesn't work for me. I like to touch it and feel it. And I think it's, I just think it's more powerful to make it yourself. But yeah. um, the, I think that the digital apps one is um, better than not having one for sure. Yeah. Um, but like you said, um, just I, magazines, you cut the pictures out, um, tangible things. Um, I, I put a um, paddleboard on mine before I had Orange Beach Yoga. I thought I'm moving. To, I just moved to Orange Beach from Foley. And um, I just thought I, I didn't, I had never even been on a paddleboard before, Ricky. Um, but I, <laughs> I thought like, I'm moving to the beach. I think it'd be cool to have a paddleboard. And I stuck it on there. And I mean, within a year, I had Orange Beach Yoga and we were doing paddleboard yoga classes. Yes. And um, I was on, I, I didn't teach them because of course, like I said, I didn't even know how to stand up on one, but one of the other instructors did. And I took the class. It was at the end of, um, we put in at the anchor um, bar and grill, end of our street. And I remember laying in Savasana and tears just flooded. I thought, oh, I have a whole fleet of, of paddle boards and, <laughs> and look around and all these people are in Savasana on mine and Lindsay's boards. So um, that was another wild um, like success story with using a vision board. But, yeah. um, but I also put on there um, intangible things like feelings that you want, like freedom is okay. one of mine. I want to, I want to feel more freedom or whatever peace or um, just, just feelings are really important. And that's usually the why before the, behind the tangible things that we want anyway we want to travel because what is the reason so I um I'll type that out on a computer or just okay. lots of color and markers and um just write on the board or on paper and stick it in your little album um and then just inspiring quotes just anything that motivates you I think um pic pictures it's it's they're very simple to make but um I think just it, it's it's so powerful to have one and even if you know ideally you would look at it in the mornings um as part of your morning routine when you do your prayer and devotional time just peek over at your vision board um but they say you at nighttime is a great and I, I'm guilty of not doing it at nighttime um I fall asleep on the sofa um I just I don't have a great evening routine but I've read that it's even more powerful to look at them and, and read through your devotion, um, your uh, vision board at night because it sits with you through your dreams and sleep. And oh, yeah, I didn't think so about that instead of whatever the last thing was I just read on yes. Facebook, you know, put it I mean? in your brain before you go to bed. Um, but honestly, even I've I've written just handwritten goals and put them away and never looked at them again. And if you, you know, I've tried that where you put it away for six months and check back in or a year later and it happens anyway. So even if you make one and don't have the time to use it daily or even weekly, I just highly recommend making some form of um, visualization, a vision board and um, having it as part of your toolkit. Yes. I want to ask you about like how to make a vision board. 
So I'm sure people are wondering the details of it. I know there's a bunch of DIY videos on how to on YouTube and all that, but what you are doing is working. And so we want to hear from you. So, um, the, like you said, the word peace, would you have, um, like an image of peace or a place Anything. of peace or would, I would you just have you a could word? Put- all of it, any of it. The I'm, you're, mine, um, and, and some people. It's funny because I've done vision board workshops, and some people just depend on the left brain, right brain, brain, and personality type will have them real lined up, the words and a column and structure. Of course, mine is all over the place and more uh, just on angles. And but I would put a peace sign. I would put uh, mountains, a picture of mountains, and then I would also write the word peace on it. Or Google quotes about peace and write a find a beautiful quote about peace. So. Um, okay. Just be open to anything that represents that feeling to to you. So it's very individualized. But anything that represents that, put it on the board, in a book, or your digital, and use it. God knows better than we do. And I think it's a testament to, to strong faith. Just to believe that it's meant for you, It's you're going to have it no matter what. Even if you try not to, it's going to come to you eventually. Um, but I, I just have experienced so much more success by leaning into God and just being led and and um, staying open to opportunity, but then still balancing that that I still have that deep um, achievement based um, that person is inside me the type A, but I know right. when to use it now. I just have when the opportunity presents itself, you have to jump on it. You have to take action. You can't let it pass. But um, I do believe that um, over j- just using mindfulness and presence, prayer, and having faith that. Um, yeah, there's enough out there for all of us. And we're all so unique and have our own brand of living and of packaging things and offering it to the world. Um, I just, I have no fear um, of competition anymore. It's um, no one can do it the way that I do it. And, um, and, you know, of course, it's natural to look to successful people, people that are making more money in this industry and wanting to um, imitate them, but it's it's not going to be the same. It's not going to work. And um, I just know that the more patience um, that I express and um, just the more grounded and open I stay, and I keep going back patience. It took me forever to learn it. But um, now it's, it just feels so peaceful knowing that um, everything that I want is just right around the corner and it's coming to me in perfect time in God's time. So um, it has been a transformation. It's been um, a great one, more peaceful and more successful. I just feel happier. Yes. And I love that you said that each person is unique because I was holding my son the other day and I'm like, I just want you to know that you are unique. Like God created you and he created all your classmates. Like he created them so unique. And it just reminds like what you were saying, it just reminds me of Psalms 139, 14, where it says, I praise you for I'm fearfully and wonderfully made. Wonderful are your works. My soul knows it very well. And there was this documentary on Tim Tebow. I don't, I've been like watching all kinds of Tim Tebow stuff lately, but um, the guy who was speaking, I think it was his dad, but he was pumping up this team before a football game. And he wanted them to know like God had them there for a reason. And he's like yelling at these, you know, high school football players. He's like, you are fearfully and wonderfully made. And it's like, it's so true. And you just said that. And it's like, where's that? Like, we need that reminder as Christians, like in your day to stop and breathe and be like, I am fearfully and wonderfully made by God. Like 
the same God who made that beautiful Gulf of Mexico that we love to enjoy made us too. Like how awesome is that? You know? Yes. It's embracing your imperfections and um, just having grace with yourself and owning what you're good at, knowing your strengths. I think that a lot of times people don't do enough self-exploration. And um, I, I just did my first uh, digital like online course and it was, yes. it was just, a, it's a beginner yoga class, but part of it, because my background is more personal development, I've studied it for so long. Um, I worked that into this course, but that's one of the things we do is self-explore. People don't even know what they're good at. And it makes me sad, which I was one of those too, but um, just knowing what is, what are your strengths? What are your gifts? Do you know? And one way to, to find out in, in, in this course, one of the activities is text. And I, I give the, the cut and paste text and ask people like that you'd love and trust um, and that are encouragers of you. Ask them, what am I good at? And you're, you're going to be so happy and surprised to hear what people say. So um, I, I just think that people need to own what they're good at find their strengths and um, just use them for the good to serve others. So um, tell us what's your favorite Bible verse that's been helping you get through this crazy, crazy season. <laughs> Life is crazy. Okay. Well, I love Psalm, the book of Psalms so much because that just all the, um, it's just beautifully written. Um, so, and I, it reminds me of music Psalms does because it's just yeah. so poetic, but, um, but I chose Matthew 7, 7, which is um, a popular Bible verse, but it says, uh, ask and it will be given to you. Seek and you will find, knock and the door will be open to you. And to me, it just is, um, it goes back to faith and trusting in God and asking for you what you want, believing you can have it. Um, you're good enough. Why not you? Other people are doing it. Why not you? Um, it's just, I feel like, we have to be proactive and um, ask God for what you want and yeah. um, just lean into him. So I, I love that one. And then Luke eleven ten says the same thing for every, everyone that asketh, asketh, receiveth. So um, just pray more y'all. We got to do yeah. it. Yeah. And I think the biggest thing there with you, and this is the lesson that I've learned from you as a friend of yours is that yes, you like, you're asking God for these things. Um, but like waiting on him, to make mm. it happen in his timing is also a huge part of that. And that's mm. something that you, I see in you is something that you're so good at and something that you promote. I would say you like promote waiting on the Lord and when he wants it to come into fruition or for it to be that time, like he's going well, he to happen. prepare us. He has to well, prepare us and we have to learn all the lessons and have to um, develop the skills. And um, before we can, we're just growing into our best selves and it takes patience and prayer and um, it's a beautiful thing. That's good. Yeah. And if you're listening to this and you're like, I'm looking for a takeaway, like take away that Matthew 7, 7, what Jamie just said, because we've been talking about vision boards and doing achievements and I mean, I think we've done, well, like we've talked about like, you know, seeking God through it all and all of that. But like the biggest thing here is that you're wrapping this up with Matthew 7, 7, ask, seek, knock, like take that away from this podcast, take away, ask, and it will be given to you, seek, and you will find knock and the door will be open to you as believers in Christ. Like these are God's promises to you. You are fearfully and wonderfully made. So if you're looking for a takeaway from this podcast, like something to just harbor in your heart or maybe put on your vision board. 
ask, mm-hmm. seek, knock, those three things. And God will open doors. It's just, well, he wants to see us time. do our, our part though. And we have to take little steps and do our part. So, um, you're right. That's a perfect ask, seek, knock. I've, I love that Bible verse. I love you. I love you, Ricky. Is there anything else you want to share? I know you mentioned that you're doing the online course and I've talked about, I don't know if you know this, but I've definitely mentioned Orange Beach Yoga on the podcast before when the pandemic was starting because I knew people were at home a lot and you're encouraging and promoting peace and you love Jesus and you're a Christian and people are looking for workouts to do at home. So um, if you want to share your online course, please share that and um, anything else you wanted to share. Okay. Yeah. I mean, we do community classes live in Orange Beach, just at different venues. And then um, the or, the course um, was really, it was put together to start from scratch with yoga. So it teaches the basic concepts and it has a little bit of journaling. And then I have a video with, it's four, It's only 14 lessons. So I, I, the That's goal right. was to end 14 lessons to be confident and comfortable going to any yoga class. So I, I just, so many people come up to me in public and say, I want to start yoga, but, and so I would do these workshops and a few people would come, but uh, this format really seems to land with people to be able to do it at home. And um, there's lots of different reasons people are uncomfortable going to a first yoga class. So um, I'm proud of that little course. And it's on the, it's just on our website on um, online yoga and it tells a lot more about it there. And then I'm putting together a youth one next, which I'm very excited about. Yes. Okay. So you're really passionate about young people doing yoga. Can you give us just like a brief little, um, Mm. you know, rundown of why you're really passionate about it and then more info on the course? Okay. Um, So youth mindfulness, especially um, just the tools, of course, the yoga physical practice is great for athletics and, um, and, and exercise preventative, um, preventative, in, you know, prevents injuries and just like there's lots of physical reasons. But for children, the reason um, I'm so passionate about teaching kids these tools um, is because I actually dealt with anxiety in my early 20s and had panic attacks that lasted a few years. Um, and that's a whole nother probably podcast. But um, yeah. I was um, through, I didn't know I was doing my breathing, breath exercises, and, and there it's parts uh, of yoga that I was doing way before I knew what yoga was. Um, I learned, actually learned it in a book about anxiety and with slow, deep breathing. Mm-hmm. Um, but it, it helped me so much. It, it, I was um, paralyzed truly by panic attacks and just anxiety. I was, I couldn't go across bridge. Did you know this, Ricky? No. I couldn't go across. It was, it was a brief period of my life, but I, I knew that if I did not um, find a solution that it was going to, it was going to, um, I mean, it was going to ruin my life because I, I just couldn't be, um, it, it was a bad, bad couple of years of living in fear of when the next panic attack was going to come. Um, but wow. prayer, yes, it was so bad. But um, so I have um, a lot of empathy for people that deal with anxiety. But um, and I'm, now if I even start to get one of those, um, just a red flag of my heart rate starts to raise or sweaty palms, any of that, I can slow my breath down. I can ground my feet um, and just and pray and just remind yourself that everything's okay, that you're in God's hands. Um, so I have tools now for it. But um, so many times I've thought, why, if I had learned this at a younger age, why, why not start planting seeds in kids when they're young? And, um, you know, it's just easier to learn it at a young age. And so yes. I love to 
to teach yoga and mindfulness. And, and yoga really going through the yoga practice is just a way to teach mindfulness for me, especially with youth. Um, so I do that as much as I can through organizations and workshops. And like I said, I'm just I'm putting together an online um, like challenge for youth. And so that'll be all over Facebook and Instagram once I have it finished. But yes, I have I, the Gulf Coast Youth Mindfulness Project is something I started along right when I fell in love with yoga and realized about a year in when I realized how much good it was doing for me, I immediately thought kids need this more than adults. Let's teach them younger. So um, yeah, that's one of my side projects. That's cool. And so if people want to get more information on either one of those, I do, I know your website is orangebeachyoga.com. Will the youth information that you gave and the adult stuff be on that site? It should all be there. It should be a link to um, okay. to the Gulf Coast Youth Mindfulness Project too. But like right now, my focus has really been more um, Orange Beach Yoga and Wellness and the dialed in. So I haven't done a lot with youth. So I'm circling back around to it and um, just about finished putting this youth course together. And with so many kids doing virtual and distant learning, I just thought it was a good time to try to get um, to, to the kids too. I love it. I love you. And I love being your videographer. I'm just going to say... Oh. <laughs> That we have is, so much fun, <laughs> Ricky. I'm like there. Are so many times where where I look back and I'm that's another perfect example of it's I'm doing what I'm supposed to be doing because God keeps putting. I'm just I have these ideas and I love to be in front of people and teach the classes. Uh, social media, technology, none of that. I didn't know anything about it. But then I met you. You know, I had I have people that are helping me with websites. I'm just so overwhelmingly built. It's almost unfair the amount of help I have, but I know without a doubt it's God and just um, the law of attracting, attraction, just attracting what you need in life. Yeah, it's true. It's true. Like God totally delivers at just the right time. I love it. I love you. I love that you guys do yoga on the beach. Okay. Uh, And at a bar. And at a bar. Exactly. On Fridays at Old River Grill, Florida Old River Grill. Yes, it's a Uh, restaurant actually. Yeah, but there's Pinky. Love Pinky. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Well, yes. Um, at the end of every podcast, we always pray in Jesus' name. I pray we decrease and God, you increase in our lives. In Jesus' name, I pray. Amen. Amen. Thank you, Jamie. That was Thank awesome. Thank you.